Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, my, my sisters and brothers, it is it is sixteen. It's eight sixteen. All right. Okay. Be, um, mindful, mindful of your your evening, and um, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna get started as far as our time of prayer is concerned. And uh, our numbers continue to climb. Where we have fifty-six people who are online. Uh, I want to encourage you. I want to see us have a hundred folks on this prayer call before this year is out. Uh, I'm going to continue to do my outreach, and I ask that you all would do yours and have people to to join us. Um, I would like to for tonight to uh, read from Acts chapter 17, uh, okay. verses 22 through 31. Acts 17, verse 22 through 31. It reads like this. And I'm going to put you all on mute for a moment. Then Paul stood in the midst of the Aragapas and said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are very religious. For as I was passing through and considering the objects of your worship, I even found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. Therefore, the one whom you worship without knowing, him I proclaim to you. God who made the world and everything in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he worshipped with men's hands as though he need anything, since he gives to all life, breath, and all things. He has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he's not far from each of us. For in him we live, move, and have our being, as also some of you, your own poets, have said, for we are all are his offsprings. Therefore, since we are the offspring of God, we ought not think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, something shaped by art and human devising, truly, These times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. And when we heard of the resurrection, Of the dead, some mocked, while others said, We will hear again from you on this matter. I want to kind of focus on uh, verses 24 and 25 where it says, The God who made the world and everything that's in it, the heaven and the earth, he gives himself, everyone, life and breath and everything else. We live in a time where there are many people who do not believe 
They need God. They have wealth. They have high-paying jobs. They have security and finances. They have a nice house. They have a wonderful family, great education. They have all the things that the world can offer. And so when you get people like that, there are those who feel like they don't need God. Why bother with God? Why do a prayer call on a Wednesday night? Why have service on a Sunday even if it's in a virtual context? Uh, why do we fellowship the way that we do on the phone? Um, did you not know that here in America that more than 30% of the people uh, feel like they don't need God? They think that their lives are very rich and full and simply have no need for God, no need for church, no need for spirituality, no need for God. According to the Bible, every human being needs God, whether he or she knows it or not. From the moment that you're born until you take your last breath, whether you acknowledge God or not, we are all dependent upon God for every single breath, for every heartbeat, for every step we make, for every blink of our eye. We are in need of God. And this is the God that Paul was addressing at the Aragopas in Athens. He says, God gives everyone life and breath and everything else. And so Paul was trying to talk to the Athenians and let them know that they did not need all these other gods, that the unknown God was the God of everything. Whatever you may think, you and I need God, especially in this COVID season, more than we ever realize. For this life, but even more importantly, for the life to come. And so I want to encourage you to share this unknown God to a lot of folks that may be in your circle. Because one day they need to know him as Lord and Savior. The unknown God, according to what Paul was talking about, is the God that we know who revealed himself in Jesus Christ. And because he revealed himself in Jesus Christ and we claim Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are so intimately connected with the God of the cosmos who can keep us from falling and sustains us even in these hard times. And so I say to you, my sisters and brothers tonight, hold on to that God. He is the God that sustains. He is the God that loves. He is the God that enriches. He is the God that will bless you. He is the God that will keep you. He is the God that loves each and every one of you. It is that God that God, their unknown God, but our known God, whom we worship, whom we love, and ultimately who will keep us in these trying times. Thank you all for your attention.
and we're going to get ready to go to. Today, we mm-hmm. want to continue to cover her in our prayers. I want to share with mm-hmm. you all that Brother Lenny Williams, the father of Sister Lisa Duncan, is home, and he will be starting for yeah. cancer. Hey, so, uh, oh, he is he, he is doing a lot better. We want to continue to lift up Peyton C, who will be burying his grandmother on tomorrow. We want to lift up Brother Woody Daniels, who will be buried. Uh, Doing memorial service for his sister next week. Uh, we want to lift up um, Deacon Ira Alexander and the loss of his nephew uh, as they make preparations to celebrate his life. Uh, at this time, also we want to continue to lift up Dr. Monica Redman um, and, uh, of course, my predecessor, uh, Dr. Paul Drummond and his wife, Samatina. Uh, mm-hmm. as well as Dr. Greg Moss. I'm appreciative of my predecessors. Any other prayer concerns that any of you all share, go ahead and share them at this time, and we'll go to the Lord in prayer. Praise for my wife and Lewis family. The Miles family. Alicia the Scott Brown family. family. Yes. Lisa and Jeff Brown family. And the Fletcher family. Emily. The Weldon family. Barbara Holland and family. Shirley Harris for the family. The Walker family. And her husband. The Gardner family. The Gardner family. The Gardner family. The Maya family. The Harris family. Praise the Lord. All of our families.
Um, God, you continue to blow our minds, and for that we, we give you praise. And Lord, uh, we can never praise you enough. We can never thank you enough. As the folks of old would say, if I had 10,000 tongues, it wouldn't be enough. If we had a million or a billion tongues, it wouldn't be enough. So Lord, take our feeble attempts to just really let us show our appreciation and gratitude. God, we also realize that we still are trying to get it right. We, we haven't dotted every I. We haven't crossed every T. We've messed up. We've sinned. We've fallen short. So, God, if you would, forgive us of our sins and help us to do, it, do things better than we did before. God, we also come and we want to thank you for how you continue to bless us and keep us and care for us and love us and forgive us and grace us and show us mercy. We thank you, O oh God, for your healing touch that you are bringing. We thank you, O oh God, for uh, the deliverance you're providing. God, I don't know if it's wrong for me to pray, pray for this, but Lord, I even thank you that in about 49 days we're going to have a new president. Now, God, uh, you've heard the various concerns that have been shared. Uh, we have quite a few people who have lost loved ones. We pray you would give them comfort. We know people, God, that are getting ready to go through surgery and procedures. We pray that you will guide the hands of the surgeon and that you will bring the healing you desire for their bodies. God, we lift up right now the homeless, those who can't find shelter on a cold early winter night. And that God, in your own way, would you provide the heat for them? We realize that if you can keep Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from burning up in a fiery furnace, God, we know that somehow you can, through the power of your Holy Spirit, give warmth where there is cold. So, God, would you show yourself mighty and strong in those instances? And ever, God, keep us and our hearts tenderized to the plight of the poor and disenfranchised and the neglected. God, as we prepare to uh, leave from this call but never from your presence, I pray you will bless each and every family that's on this call in a strong way. They've taken out 30 minutes of their time to fellowship with one another and to, and to just spend time with devotion and in prayer to you. Bless them, O oh God, in, in, a, in a very special way. Show yourself mighty and strong in their, in, their, in their lives. And now, God, as we prepare to leave from this call but never from your presence, keep us in your care. You know all the names that have been called out. You know their situations very intimately. Move as only you can in those situations and let your will be done. We love you, O oh God. We bless your name. And as we close out in this prayer, we thank you most importantly for your son, Jesus Christ. And it's in his name, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we give this prayer to you, our God. Amen.